This is me during the whole Tim uh, choice weather forecast. Whoa. Whoa. I, yeah, I heard that. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't going. It's just cold. It's cold outside. It is. It, we're, we're feeling old man winter, that's for sure. You know, we need to uh, unwrap our unnecessary winter warnings. Oh, yes. Oh, that is. It's that, that we time. like yes. to, uh, you know, we think we think everybody knows all of the, you know, all the, the, the stupid warnings that radio and TV people give you all the time that are just so obvious. But guess what? I get in my car the other day. I don't have any uh, windshield washer stuff. Uh-oh. Well, this is this can be a potentially dangerous situation. I know. Where you you should fill your uh, tank with windshield wiper fluid. There's, there's warning number one. And uh, mm-hmm. don't forget to go. Hey, don't forget to fill up that windshield washer with with, uh, with the blue stuff. With frozen uh, uh, ice on the pavement, water freezes at 32 degrees. Yes, it so does. when there's water uh, on the pavement in it these colder temperatures, it will freeze right on your windshield, and this will result in a slippery condition, especially if you're on the highway and those trucks are out there. <laughs> If you have to splash it on your windshield, turn on the blue stuff. And if you have to refill, please allow yourself extra time to get to where you're going. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I suggest? (laughs) What's the temperature, Schwatty? Right now, it is 16 above, but it feels like 4 above. You're telling me because I'm standing right on the overpass of the Dan Ryan Expressway. (laughs) We have, and I'm telling you, if you're coming outside, bundle up, everybody. It's cold. What is the name of the character that you're trying to, uh, the voice of the character that you're G- doing? We need gener- to assign a name. Generic stupid reporter. <laughs> Insert we need name to assign, Generic we need to assign a stupid name. reporter standing outside for and no And one reason. that we can say on the air also. Generic stupid reporter standing outside for no reason freezing his butt off he could easily tell you the same thing by standing inside someplace jones we <laughs> we have a wind chill of five below oh, boy, that cuts right through you in dekalb and uh, also in rochelle three below in rockford Ooh, and again yeah. wind chill these are wind chills oh yeah temperatures uh in the uh, in the teens all over the place yeah dress in layers as well <laughs> And if you get too warm, you can take some of those layers. You can layers. peel the layers right <laughs> off. Yeah. That's right, everybody. <laughs> it's our helpful tips to you. So we're morning. going to do the show like this I'm going to do the then. whole show today as though my nose is stuffed up. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That's my pre-holiday gift Happy to you. Happy holidays. That's my pre-holiday gift to you, ladies and gentlemen. Happy for Hanukkah. First day of Hanukkah. This medley that the a cappella group named 613 uh, put together called West Side Hanukkah Story. It's it's fantastic. We have a new one out. Uh, It's an an Elton John mashup. About Hanukkah? Yeah, it's called Elton Jonica. (laughs) And one of the songs is Lucky Man. Instead oh, of Rocket Man. Hot yeah. man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like a mashup. Jack, take a look and see if you can find that. See if we can get that uh, celebrate here. Happy first night of Hanukkah. First day of Hanukkah. So it started sunset tonight, yes. Andy. Is that yeah, sunset tonight. Sunset. 
and then will you uh, will you get a gift? We get no, something. We haven't really discussed that yet uh, because we're celebrating both this year. Hello, TikTok. It's yeah. All, well, you know, don't, you wait till the last go second. Go to Walgreens and get a chia pet for oh, your no. new wife. Come on, gifts have already been purchased. I just don't know if we're exchanging gifts uh, tonight. That's the uh, that's the thing. Okay. Like typically, what would you get on a first night? Well, it kind of depends. I mean, when I was a kid, it was you know it was, it was uh, a present every night, which was unheard of fantastic it was awesome you know especially when we were requesting like football jerseys and baseball stuff yeah. uh, you know now, nowadays you know we we have set a limit uh, melina and i have set a limit so mm. we're not going to go crazy overboard here's a pencil here is a keychain <laughs> that says wgn on it and uh, i scratched it out and it says otis for our dog yeah uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of depends. I think it's uh, family set their own kind of traditions. Kind of do their own thing. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. Very nice. And how's Schwanny today? Schwanny's good. kind of quiet today. No, it was good. I was just letting Andy talk about uh, all of the great Hanukkah traditions there. Uh-huh. You know, great memories. And, uh, yeah, doing all right. Getting ready for uh, Christmas, you know, one week from today. Can't believe it. I know. <laughs> I know. And by the way, uh, it's uh, 16 degrees out with a wind chill of four above. So you may want to dress in layers this morning already, and use caution. We already said layers. Yeah. <laughs> we already said layers. Well, we got to come up with some new ones. For people that were just joining Hey, us. I got one. I got one. Okay. Hey, watch out for that black ice out there, everybody. <laughs> if you're going to be driving out there, be careful. The black ice can be very dangerous. Leave enough distance between yourself and the car in front of you. <laughs> One car length for every 10 miles per Andy, hour. Andy likes this. Andy <laughs> likes do. the unnecessary. I do love this. He loves their unnecessary warnings every year. <laughs> that's, our, that's our first night gift for, Thank you very much. for Andy. That's All a right. gift I won't return, I guarantee it. Jack, let her rip. I'm a lot of man. I'm a lot of man. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. The group, is, they're called uh, 613. Very nice. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, one week till Christmas, first night of Hanukkah. And uh, don't forget to bundle up out there, everybody. 16 above the four above wind chill. That would be great. If you could give the wind chill and also the, the estimated time before you're Skin would actually freeze. Oh, that yeah. was en- I enjoy that also during the newscast. Hey, if you're outside for 10 minutes, your skin will crack off into pieces <laughs> like, like a fudgeicle. In three minutes. Like a Snickers bar you left in the freezer. Would you like other windchill indices? Well, what do you mean other? Well, we've just been... In other locations? Yes, in other locations. One below in Freeport, three below in Rockford, yeah. five above in Michigan City. Yeah. 17 uh, in uh, South Haven. That's interesting. Above or below? Above. Oh. Above. Well, heat wave. By the water there. That's a heat wave over there. It's 17 <laughs> degrees. Hey, give, that, give that car a little chance to warm up before you get it on the road. You might want to start it. Wait it. Wait it. You know, oh, you, know, you know what I learned this week? It's against the law to start your car and let it idle without you in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Schwanny. Trying to get what? people to get thrown in jail. <laughs> I didn't say without you in it. Yes, you, you I did impl- not. You implied that. Start I, your car. While you're in the car and remain seated in the car. There is a 2017 law that says 
no person driving or in charge of a motor vehicle shall permit it to stand unattended without first stopping the engine, locking the ignition, removing the key from the ignition, effectively setting the brake thereon, and when standing upon a way for perceptible grade, turning the front wheels, wow, to the curb on the side of the highway, an unattended motor vehicle shall not include an unattended locked motor vehicle with the engine running after being started by a remote starter system. All of you who paid for that extra money for the remote starter system against the law. <laughs> you know where you're going to spend Christmas? In jail! In jail. <laughs> uh, That's an actual law you wanted, in the you state were of Illinois. You just looking up to say that I line, just wanted. I watched It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life yesterday. I sat there for an hour waiting for that one line. <laughs> They're in jail. And you're yelling back at the They're TV waiting for you. When Mr. Potter says it. Go right? home. They're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> but this law is true. This, huh. this is a real thing, a real law in Illinois. It's against the law to start your car. And I do it all the time. I, I start oh, the car and lock it and go back, oh, go back in the house. That. Never do that. I never just told that. other people to do it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I did not. I said, let the car warm up, but I did not say anything about leaving the car unattended. <laughs> you are speaking incorrectly. Schwani encouraging people to break the law. <laughs> just a matter of time till this happened. <laughs> uh, hey, you want to give us any carjacking tips? At this- <laughs> no. No. Um I don't now, see that's the, I, that's I just, the least you can do for the carjacker is warm the car up a little bit before they come and steal it. I'll let you do the traffic reports this morning. <sighs> so use caution on the roadways. Look how helpful this show has been so far. It certainly has complete 100 percent public service <laughs> offering winter tips to to help you get through these uh, cold months. It's going to get colder later this week, oh, that's for yes, sure. Oh, that is. You better bundle you up. better bundle up. That's right. <laughs> you know, I was listening to an old recording of myself. <laughs> I, that not, you have nothing better to do. Because I can't get enough of me. <laughs> Boy, this is continuation from last week. No, right. I found... This I, podcast is all about me. I found, I found an old recording of me at the first station that we worked at together. Which will give you an idea how long. That's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. And I listened to it, and I actually did sound I'll, like this. <laughs> I did, everybody. Hey, good evening, everyone. I was the evening <laughs> DJ back then, and for some reason, I was talking yeah, like Dean this. Dean Richards keeping you company. I didn't think I was talking like that, but, but I was. <laughs> we all did that. When uh-huh. you listen back to the tapes, it's we like, all hey, did that. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's guy here. Here come the carpenters. <laughs> the carpenter's latest hit <laughs> we all t- did something along those lines you know good to be with you i can't wait until national disc jockey day again oh that's we had we had a lot of fun doing that this year so if that rolls around i think it was in february if it comes around again next february let's let's uh let's have our own do something uh, special yeah oh yeah just like we did uh earlier in the year it was great yep Hey, maybe we can go to tree time in February. Do a show in February. In the parking lot. (laughs) 
Anyone See if can, everybody's standing waiting to get in. Anybody can do a <laughs> show there before November. Christmas. <laughs> Let's try one. After. Let's try one in July and see how it goes. <laughs> well, look at this text that just poured in. Dean got a ticket for leaving my vehicle running outside a lumber store in Three Oaks, Michigan. Hmm. In Three Oaks, huh? Guess it must be illegal in Michigan, too. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, you've been warned. You've been warned. You and your gang leader, Dave Schwann, <laughs> has his far-flung forecast. Let's see what illegal things he's going to tell you to do in that coming up. What do you got? Today, get out your compasses and protractors because we go to far southern Indiana to Santa Claus, Indiana, on this Sunday, uh, one week before Christmas. Population 2,481. The town was established in 1854. They wanted to call it Santa Fe, but they uh, when they, ap- they wanted to call it Santa Fe. However, they got their application turned down and said, "There's already a Santa Fe. You have to find another name." A different so Santa. a couple years later, the uh, town fathers got together and they said, "Well, we like Santa, but we got to come up with something else. Mm-hmm. What about Santa Claus?" Right. So that's what uh, that's what the name the name stuck, and it has been there uh, to this day. There, there's no other town. There called is Santa no Claus? other town called Santa Claus. Oh. It's Santa Claus, Indiana, and Andy will know this. It is the hometown of Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that, uh, Santa Claus has a holiday village. Many residents live in that community, yep. and as you might guess, they've got all things Christmas going on. They had a great big celebration yesterday. You yep. could write a letter to Santa and. Uh, there were games, prizes, food, the whole bit. I can probably go there and get a pickle ornament if I want. You could go there and get a pickle ornament. You could indeed. Because last year I hid the pickle like you're supposed to. I still haven't found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Santa Claus, Indiana, is mostly sunny today. Haven't seen the sun in a while. It's good to see what that. What is this, this thing you call the sun? It's that that orange glow oh, in the sky. Is that, I wondered what that was. 29 degrees at uh, Santa Claus, Indiana, going up to 32 today. It's 937. This is Dean Richards, Sunday morning. Children to shout. WGN. One week from the big day. When Christmas Day. Let's see what Dr. Kevin Most had in his sack of surprises for us today. Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. Good morning to you, my friend. Gene, how are you doing? You staying warm on this I am cold, staying sunny day? Warm, it is. It's awful outside, and this is the kind of this is the kind of weather because it is so cold outside uh, that we are more likely to get uh, catch a cold, get the flu, right? I mean, in this kind of weather. Just our systems can't fight back in this kind of cold weather. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a uh, couple things happen. One, we gather indoors more. We don't have as much air circulation in our house from outdoor fresh air. And we're kind of having these peak infections going around. So, yeah, it is kind of a – these next, you know, 10 days are going to kind of hopefully uh, keep people wise because we could set a tone as to what happened right after Thanksgiving uh, occur again here in early January. I actually know somebody. I won't say the name of the person, but it is somebody that you know from radio or TV who believes that uh, putting Vicks VapoRub around your nostrils will pre- 
prevent the germs from coming in and getting in. And I've told them a million times that's not true. And they yeah. they they believe in the power of Vicks Vapor Rub. Well, I got you know it's a power of positive thinking, I guess. You know, Vicks Vapor Rub is great. The menthol in it allows you to breathe easier, opens up your airways a little bit, um, but it certainly doesn't block any viruses. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sure who that is, but <laughs> I'll tell you, I don't want to call them out publicly, but I'll tell you privately one day. <laughs> did i ever tell you this this is actually true my dad figured that if it was helpful to put it on your chest when you had a cold that it must also be good to take a spoonful of it and make your child eat it i can't tell you how many times i had to have a spoonful of vicks vapor rub because he thought if it was good on the outside it must be good on the inside ouch what is your medical opinion of that dr most yeah, that's, uh, that is not a good idea at right, all. Right? So, right? So let's not follow your father's advice. Right, right. You wondered why I am the way I am today. <laughs> now, I've also heard, just staying on the Vicks Vapor Rub thread for a minute, some people put it on their feet and they claim that, yes. that they get a relief from that. What's the deal with that? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people do, you know, do people. People do put it on their feet. You know, one of the things it does do is increase the blood flow to that area. That gives you that warmth feeling when you put it on. So there's like what we call a vasodilator, which brings blood to the surface. I think that's the the feeling that they get in their feet. But certainly it really doesn't do much in your feet. And really it is more the aromatic uh, aspect of it that's going to help you as you breathe through your nose and through your mouth. Yeah. Well, there you go. There, there are helpful uh, vapor rub tips for you this morning. Um, I was reading uh, something online about COVID because you know we were going to get to that this morning. That China is going through uh, what they expect to be the first of three major waves of COVID this winter. Partially, I guess, because people are more indoors, but also uh, because of celebrations that they have coming up. Not Christmas, but the Lunar New Year holiday uh, is coming up. Uh, can I mean, are are we looking at something like that? I know numbers are up, but are are we looking at major increases in numbers as well? Well, we're certainly going to see some increases. You know, the interesting thing here in the United States is that probably about ninety percent of us have some type of immunity, whether it be from getting an infection or being vaccinated and boosted. In China, almost the exact opposite, where they haven't had a lot of cases. So the natural immunity in China is extremely low. Also in China, they use their own vaccine, and we really don't know how effective that vaccine is. So certainly we're going to see some increases. You know, we have a new strain out there right now that has really just kind of taken over, which has us somewhat concerned, especially for the seniors and the uh, immunocompromised individuals. But um, we're kind of keeping our fingers crossed and hope that people do get vaccinated because we know that that's going to be the the impact that's going to keep people out of the hospital uh, from being really ill. I guess I'm not surprised uh, but it doesn't seem very efficient with something that is so contagious that they would have their own private vaccine different from what most of the world is using. Wouldn't it be more effective if everybody was using the same thing that we're fighting, you know, the, the same way? Oh, absolutely. 
you know, if we all were on the same vaccine and we could change based on what the results were worldwide, it'd be great. You know, right now, China has te- is testing a nasal vaccine. So are we going to get those results and trust them? I'm not so sure, but we'll see what happens. But certainly it would make much more sense to have one vaccine that we're all using, just like influenza, Southern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere, we all use the same vaccine. And it really does impact the spread of the illness. Very interesting. You know, that's uh, I, I guess I never thought of the uh, geopolitical uh, impact of some of these things that countries want to have ownership of something that they may develop, even though by sharing it, they could be uh, preventing people in their own countries from getting sick and uh, diseases uh, being spread. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, when we look at, you know, public health and the humanity of what are we going to do, uh, look at what we've done. Look at the vaccines we've, we've developed and have provided for everybody, you know, certainly here in the United States. And we have, have supplied the vaccine to countries abroad as well, knowing that the world is getting smaller. And boy, it, the, the spread of illness, as we have proven here over the last couple of years, can go from one corner of the world to the other corner of the world very quickly. So getting in this all together is probably the right thing to do. So it's kind of disheartening when we see that some countries are going to kind of isolate themselves and kind of play with their own ball and not uh, share. Yeah, especially when they're having major surges of COVID right now. You'd think that they'd want to try to find whatever way possible to protect their own people. What's the latest on uh, influenza? I I would guess, just in, you know, in talking to friends and coworkers, that people that I know are getting the flu more than they're getting COVID uh, right now. Are they on equal footing, similar footing? Well, you're, you're spot on. Uh, influenza numbers are up. Certainly COVID numbers are up. RSV numbers are starting to come down, but still high. But influenza is probably, I don't want to say two to one, but probably close to two to one to COVID. And again, very low vaccination rates for influenza this year, which is a little discouraging. So certainly right now, it's probably a good time. You still are about a week away from Christmas. If you're going to be gathering with people, getting that influenza vaccine is probably a great idea, especially if you're going to be around grandparents or someone who's immunocompromised. Yeah, I was just going to ask. I mean, you know, it it seems like, you know, we should all know all of this stuff, but uh, everyone is going to be getting together for Hanukkah, for Christmas, for Kwanzaa, for, you know, various celebrations, New Year's Eve, lots of, oh, give me a kiss for New Year's Eve. Let me share some germs with you for New Year's Eve. (laughs) What, uh, you know, what what are the precautions? I mean, what should people be doing uh, without being overly paranoid, I guess? Yeah, I, I think probably the biggest thing is if you have any symptoms, please do a test, do an influenza test, do a COVID test. Stay out of those environments. It's okay to miss a year because you don't want to be known, you know, as the one who spread the illness to many people at a party. So that's probably the biggest. And the the other thing we all have to understand is that the COVID strain that's going around right now, the monoclonal antibody drugs that we that we made for COVID that worked so well are not working at all. Matter of fact, we have stopped giving them. So those individuals who are not going to get a good immune response, seniors, immunocompromised, those are the ones you certainly don't want to get ill. So if you're having any symptoms whatsoever, test yourself and stay away if you're positive. It's not worth going to a party to see your relatives or friends and spread an illness that 
could be devastating. Yeah, go to go to party if you're wearing a mask. Is that okay? Yeah, you know, I think people wearing masks, I, I don't think it's going to happen much. But if you were really looking at what's the best thing you could do, would be do the things that we went to. Go back to basic blocking and tackling, right? Wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands, be careful. Um, those are probably the big things. Fist bumps instead of hugs. You know, anything we can do to minimize and slow the spread, to, especially to those who are most vulnerable. All right, let's get to some questions for Dr. Kevin Most. After a break, if you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you. 312-981-7200. Text 312-981-7200. Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital, uh, on with us as always. And uh, Marsha, first up on the line here. Hi, you're on with Dr. Most, Marsha. Hi. Hi, everybody. Happy holidays. I just have a question. My husband has tested positive since December 2nd. He doesn't have symptoms anymore. And the CDC says if you haven't had a fever in 24 hours, you shouldn't be contagious. But why is he still testing positive? Yeah, Marcia, we have found that there are some people that will test positive for weeks and maybe even longer, months. So in other words, the virus is still there, still kind of in back in the throat or in the nose and replicating, but not to a point where it's contagious. So we know that the viral load has to be a certain level to be uh, positive, but we have found that individuals after a certain period of time may continue to test positive, but would not be considered contagious and had not spread the illness. One thing I would look at is, you know, making sure that he stays on top of it because just because he was positive in December, you know, he still could come up with symptoms. And if he does, certainly get on Paxlovid, decrease those symptoms and see that may totally eliminate the virus as well. During that time at which uh, he is no longer exhibiting symptoms, uh, you, you say that he's not contagious, so he doesn't need to quarantine anymore, right? Yeah, he's done with his quarantine. I mean, he was done with his quarantine, you know, essentially on December 12th. So what, today's the, what is today, the 20-something or 20th? 18th, 18th today. Uh, so 18th. So certainly he's been a week past. Um, so, yeah, he, he should be fine as far as a contagious point of view, uh, but still may test positive. All right, Marsha. Yeah, just- good. Oops, I'm sorry about that. Uh, let's get to Becky. You're on WGN. Hello. Good morning. I'm getting over being sick for about 10 days, and it sure felt like COVID, but I continued to test negative for COVID, and I had the last uh, vaccination. My, I think that was my fourth vaccination in November, and I was wondering, because people all around me are testing positive for COVID, but I tested negative, so my doctor treated it like the flu. Yeah, Becky, you know, the tests are really are pretty good. And if he did a PCR test instead of just the regular test that you can get, you know, from the um, from the grocery store or the pharmacy, certainly we're seeing a lot of upper respiratory simple coronaviruses as well as rhinoviruses that are lasting about 10 days. So if you had symptoms that were comparable to influenza, very possibly that it was. I'm not sure if they tested you for influenza, but if you were negative for both, you had a bad cold, okay, but uh, unfortunately, there is a lot of upper respiratory out there. So I wouldn't be overly concerned. Your symptoms seem to be, I think, gone or going away, which is great. Uh, if you really want to be ultra careful, get tested for influenza as well. 
And should I continue to wear a mask to protect other people from getting what I have? I, I walked into a store and I was literally the only one with a mask on in a sea of people. So I have to admit, I took my mask off because I thought, well, they don't want to protect themselves. I was having trouble breathing. So yeah. I did. what should I do? Yeah. Well, appreciate the effort that you made to try to protect others from getting what you had. And that certainly is something that we would recommend. Anybody who's asymptomatic, if you're going to be in a public area, please wear a mask. It's one level of stopping the virus from getting airborne and getting close to others. That's how it spreads. So certainly while you're symptomatic, wearing a mask is totally appropriate. Don't worry about what other people are looking at or doing. You're doing the right thing for yourself as well as for those around you. Yeah, good luck with that, uh, Becky. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a nice holiday. Thank you very much uh, for calling. Uh, Dr. Kevin Most, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. We will uh, get back together uh, right after the first of the year and uh, continue talking uh, all things health. Uh, We wish you and your family uh, a wonderful, wonderful, safe holiday. Kevin, thank you so much. Thanks, Dean. Same to you. And thanks for all the listeners who at least come out, listen to you, and ask great questions that we can get education out there to everybody. So we really appreciate it. So thank you. Dr. Kevin Mose, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. I'm going to make it one of my New Year's resolutions to try to use the word nil more often. Nil is an underrated nil. word, by the way. Yeah, Andy had it in the, with yeah. the World Cup score. So, you know, in baseball, it's nothing. It's right. zero. It's zip. But in soccer, it's AKA nil. It's football, nil. It's nil. It, it's specifically for soccer, you're supposed to use the word nil? That's the only time I've really heard it used, yeah. <gasps> so I'm just trying to, you know, go along here and well, help the soccer fans out there. My uh, usual New Year's resolutions, uh, eat more food. That's a good one. <laughs> Try to be less active. I just said more food, not yeah. healthy food necessarily. No, more food. No, more, more food. food. Yeah. No, more food. Uh, try to gain some weight. <laughs> Maybe start smoking. No, no. So you're saying things that are attainable. Yeah, and uh, use the Don't word. Don't do that. Use the word nil more often. No. <laughs> I'm nil. I'm getting ready for my New Year's resolution. So I should put this in a newscast now. When we start the new year, I should start if at every want. opportunity. We got to look ahead, Johnny. Using the word nil, we're not here next week, and we're and not the week here after, and the week right. after that for New Year's. That's we're right. Here, uh-huh. Two weeks without us, you know. It's I don't know how Chicago's going to get along. <laughs> so maybe Schwanny, you can use your temperatures below nil <laughs> with a windshield. We don't below have a nil. nil. Let's see if we have a nil here. Uh, we do. Yes, we do. Freeport windshield is nil in Freeport know. right now. See. They can use it in everyday vernacular. Yeah. The entertainment value of this show right now also. <laughs> no. That is the actor who played Elvis Presley in the movie that came out this summer uh, called Elvis. Young Austin Butler, who was the guest host on Saturday Night Live last night. Twenty, did you ever wind up seeing that Elvis movie? We did see it. Yes. Liked it. Enjoyed it. Andy? Mm-hmm. Andy, did you... Uh, I did not see it. Oh, you were busy getting married. Yeah. You know, other other things, things to on. do. Yep. In fact, we've seen more movies this year than I've seen in no, maybe see, the last ten. See what the influence of a good woman will do for you. <laughs> Absolutely. <See? laughs> this is uh, Cecily Strong singing now. It was her final show on SNL last night. She left the show after ten years. Has done some of the uh, r- most funny characters 
some of the most memorable moments uh, on the show over the last 10 years, but she is uh, moving on. Oak Park Girl, uh, originally from Springfield, grew up in Oak Park, went to Second City, so she's got Chicago roots all over the place. And then, after Austin Butler and Cecily Strong sang Blue Christmas, the whole cast came out, and most of the whole cast came out and sang Blue Christmas. This is Keenan Thompson, but everybody joining on stage arm in arm. It was kind of a beautiful moment to uh, send off uh, Cecily Strong last night. So I'm going to miss her. I thought she was good. On the uh, they've had a, you know a lot of people. Kate McKinnon. A.D. Bryant, Pete Davidson, uh, Kyle Mooney. I mean, there are a lot of people who have uh, left the show. They had some really funny moments last night. Um, so, uh, Shwani, today, uh, you know, our show, we're off at uh, 11 o'clock today to get rid. Uh, Hamp and OB and Andy are back. Get ready for it. You keep saying that, that it's Hamp and OB with Andy Mazur. Well, yes. Andy Mazur with Hamp and OB. <laughs> Here we go again. Andy's. All right. I'm saying Who's nil now. I'm Who just is... going to say nil. That's that's it now. I'm done for the day. You, you've, been saying, you've been saying nil for I'm... 30 years. <laughs> 41. Was I'm that, saying nil. Has it been 41 nil. years? Really? Yes. Oh, that's good. No wonder I lost all my hair. <laughs> 41 years and six months almost. <sighs> so that's it now for me. I'm nil. So listen to this. There's a big concert going on over at the Palmer House this morning at 11.30. We have plenty of time to get over there. Uh, it's their annual, 49th annual, Tuba Christmas. Oh, that's great. That's going on at the... I love those guys. Their Grand and State Ballroom. I was just over at the Palmer House uh, the other day. It's gorgeous in that... Uh, Isn't that a lobby. beautiful, beautiful lobby? That is... It's a beautiful lobby, but they've got and it And then all, when they decorate decorated. it for Christmas, oh, yeah. Stunning. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely... So you, you get that, and I'm told that there's something like 250 tubas that will be participating in this uh, the show today. That's going to be quite a sound. That's going to be a fantastic... It really will be. ...little uh, get-together. Maybe a little something like... them on our show first i'm thinking tree time next year <laughs> i'm thinking we have the big tuba explosion out in lake barrington next year the tubas with the polka band oh eddie carosa's got a big uh, event coming up uh this coming tuesday night he sent me an email i don't have it right in front of me but if you go to eddiecarosa.com uh he's doing a christmas show and what do we have coming up not a thing nil no nope. nil nil Uncle Dean with his feet up. That's what we've got. <laughs> <laughs> Having a nice hot chocolate. <laughs> I did that last People night. People walk into the room. Hi, Dean. What's going on? No. I like the shemp snore myself. So last night I had my feet up enjoying a nice hot cocoa. And doing nil. I was watching It's a Wonderful Life. It was on Bravo last night. Yeah. Oh, it was on Bravo? Yeah. So NBC no longer has the exclusive right? Well, Bravo is owned by NBC. They're, oh, okay. They're well, that all, explains it then. Yeah, they're all uh, you know a big evil cabal of broadcasting. <laughs> 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 so, 
So I think NBC will still have it on Christmas Eve. I'm not sure, <laughs> but it was on last night. I was like, I'm going to watch it last night. So I watched it. I got all teary-eyed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to my big brother it. George, the oh, richest man in don't, town. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Clarence. <laughs> Clarence just trying to help the guy get in his wings. <laughs> boy, Clarence. Attaboy. <laughs> Look, Daddy. Teacher says all right. every time a okay. bell rings, all right. an angel gets its wings. Okay. That's right. That's right. Attaboy, right. Clarence. Clarence. <laughs> but... My favorite, Your favorite line. There it comes. My favorite when George realizes that he does want to live, that life is worth living. He's got Zuzu's pedals back in his pocket again, and he's running through the streets. Hello, you old building alone. <laughs> and runs up to Mr. Potter's window, <laughs> bangs on his window to wish him Merry Christmas. And Mr. Potter says... And Happy New Year to you in jail. Go home. They're waiting for you. Now, I believe that any production of It's a Wonderful Life that is done here in Chicago, yeah. that you, for that one scene, yeah. they need to put you in there. It's true. Just wheel you on and and just sit behind the desk. and yeah. Just for that, that one Just line. for that one line. Just for the publicity value of it yes. all. To have the voice of Victory Auto Records. <laughs> Doing your Mr. Potter is worth its weight in gold, in my opinion. And all the people, the families, are their children. Oh, look, there he comes. There he comes. There he is. They're, is, they're putting him on stage. Is he going to say in jail or that old car may be worth money? You'll have a memory lapse. <laughs> Not too far off. That old jail is worth money. <laughs> That's going to be happening involuntarily any day now. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Christmas Eve, and I'm not sure that we were, but I'm bringing it up that way anyway. Uh, Bozo, Gar, and Ray, WGN TV Classics, our our big two-hour look back at uh, some of the biggest children's shows in the history of uh, Chicago television. Bozo Circus, Ray Rayner and Friends, Garfield Goose and Friends. Uh, Christmas Eve. What time? 10 p.m. Right before Midnight Mass. As always, on your WGN television. You know, I, I watched that Bozo Garn Ray, and there are things in there that kind of bring a tear to my eye. You know, yeah. remembering my youth. Yeah. Watching yeah. all three of those. Yeah. Wonderful. I get choked up at the end of the show when they're at Medina Temple. Oh, yeah. And uh, Bob Bell is there. Bob Bell with Joey DiOrio. Mm-hmm. And they sing uh, you know, Be a Clown. And uh, the, Mr. Ned's there, Ray Rayner, Sandy, the whole the whole gang is there. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it very, it's very touching. How close did you come to actually attending the show? Did you send in I was on. a ticket? You were? I was, fourth grade. Oh, we had a fourth grade field trip. I don't know how we got tickets. I have no idea how it happened. But I remember walking down that long hallway, the same long hallway that I walk down every single morning now, uh, you know, coming coming into that place. And we went in and I uh, I got nothing out of it except the memory. <laughs> Did you try to get on the grand prize game? I shoved, I shoved some arrows. <laughs> I can't imagine you. The magic would. arrows were going. I was shoving my way trying to get in front of the magic arrows. I was trying to get me some new mode hose with the no bind <laughs> top. And, <laughs> but to no avail. 
to no avail. Christmas Eve, 10 p.m., Bozo Gar and Ray on WGN TV. Canaan Tapes, by the way, it's uh, I read it's their one thousandth game, game tonight. Yeah, that's a big, pretty big. That's deal. That's a huge deal. That's a huge deal. I mean, those guys have they been... don't seem old enough for that. Yeah, you know that, that's the... how long have they been with the Blackhawks? They have been with the Blackhawks. I'm going to say, and I'm I'm probably going to be off by a couple of years. I think they're fifteen years. Are you kidding me? Seriously, that I think long? Oh six and oh seven is when they. Taves was first, and then Kane came second. Wow. Hang on, I'm going to look it up here real quick. I see, well, I mean, when you put it that way, if you would have said 2004, I would have said, yeah, that sounds about right, when they both started with the team, you know, the rebuilding of the team, you know, that whole, you know, before the Stanley Cups era yeah. of the team. But when you put it that it's been 15, 16, 17 yeah. years, that sounds like a long time. Yeah, so Kane started in the 07-08 uh, season, and I'm pretty sure that uh, – John Jonathan was the year before that. Let me double check real quick, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. My you behind is, the scenes of uh, Andy Mazur yes, Sports. Uh, actually, yeah, let me take that back. They both debuted the same season. He was uh, Jonathan Taylor was drafted the year before, but he uh, debuted the same season. So they've been together since 0708. How about that? Well, that's an amazing feat. Congratulations yep. to them, and I'm sure the guys will have much more on that uh, later on tonight. Are you going to be co-hosting that tonight as well? Uh, no, my co-hosting duties are limited to uh, Happen will be today. <laughs> Which started at 11 o'clock. Which starts at 11 this morning, and we'll be back with our post-game uh, 3 o'clock until 5 o'clock. Bears and, and the Eagles. Bears and the Eagles. What, uh, are, what is the Andy Mazur prediction yeah, on this? On paper, and maybe even on the grass today, this will look like a mismatch. 12-1 uh, and one are the Eagles. 3-10 and 10 are the Bears. Eagles, uh, number two defense. Uh, number one offense in the league, number two defense in the league. Uh, Bears near the bottom in both categories. So the only chance I think the Bears have at this right now is that the, the Eagles next week will play at Dallas, which is a big rival of theirs and a division rival. Right. Some teams can overlook uh, lesser teams looking forward to another game. Oh, so looking too far ahead, looking and, too far ahead, and uh, not, uh, not anticipating the, their current uh, right. opponent, uh, not at the take, task at hand, yes. taking it more seriously. Yeah, so that's that's you know kind of the way it's going to it would unfold in a victory situation or scenario for the Bears. They haven't got any pressure on quarterback. Jalen Hurts is very very mobile. He's almost uh, uh, the, the the two quarterbacks there are almost covering copies of each other uh, with Justin Fields. I think Fields is bigger, uh, probably is a better runner all all told. Yep. But uh, it's going to be hard, uh, hard to get him on the ground, and then uh, they've, they've got a good rushing attack and a good passing attack. So you're predicting? I'm predicting the Eagles will win this game, and they'll probably score 25, 26, 27 points. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's good because, as we've learned through the years, if Andy Fade picks me. one team, go with the other. Fade me big time. Okay. Yep. Uh, do I do Hampton OB know the this phenomena that? We've scientifically proven it's correct <laughs> that if Andy predicts one team, you go with the other. Yeah, they don't. Have notice. you shared that with? No, nope, I, I. Some secrets are you know just left better un, unsaid. Yeah. You know, it's just between us. You don't want to give away your your magic potion. Yeah, to them. I don't want them to think any lesser of me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy runs that show. Oh please, Andy runs those two guys. I, I missed them last week. 
I mean, it was it was weird not waking up and uh, getting ready to do a uh, nice you know, and quiet. You mean show? <laughs> yeah. Nobody yelling at each uh, other. No, uh, no Tylenol taking you. They yell at each other. You know, we have a short transition when uh, our show ends and I'm leaving, mm-hmm. and Hamp and Ob both come in, both charming. Yes, uh, but I see them start to yell at you. <laughs> We like to get into show mode immediately while walking into studio. This is a very method acting kind yes. of situation. Right. Once we cross the threshold of that doorway to Studio A, yeah. look out. Show is on. Hamp actually tackled him once. And, you know, I'm still recovering from those injuries. <laughs> Mentally and physically. It doesn't help when Andy's running around the room like Curly in the Three Stooges. Hey! <laughs> Taunting them with a the football. Hey, stay away from me. <laughs> Come on, try to tackle me. <laughs> oh, oh, be ham, jeez. <laughs> hey, fellas! <laughs> Nothing's better than when... <laughs> which one imitates OB, though? Oh, it's pretty good. That's, I wanted to come what, in and do it uh, during the show. Schwani, please, you have to come in and do your OB for OB. I think oh, he would appreciate it. No, I don't know. I think that. Hamp. I think that. He, I think Hamp would fall on the floor laughing. I don't know about that. Uh, but I think OB would love it. I, I think he know. would too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, OB uh, point two. What's your assessment of today's game? <laughs> what game are you kidding you know the whole thing started when we talked about putting ob in in the position of a theater critic right i would rather than i would love him to go that's right i want him to go review joffrey ballet's nutcracker suite (laughs) because if anybody if anybody knows about cracking nuts it's it's ob I think we just lost Andy. <laughs> I think we just lost him. Oh, man. I was not dun, expecting dun, that. Dun, he won't be dun, able to do dun, the program dun, now. That's the name of the song. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? That's the name of the show. Uh, Nutcracker Suite. I didn't name it. No, you didn't. All right. Well, anywho, um, they are coming up at 11 o'clock next week. I hope you guys enjoy Next week? They're coming up in a half hour. That's what I meant, a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is I hope you guys enjoy whoever becomes the new host of this show <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> it will be Nil. That'll be, That'll his be first your new name. name. Nil. That'll Nil. be his first name. Uh, after the news, by the way, uh, I've got a A-lister of some prominence, Dame Helen Marin. Wow. Joining us uh, in just a couple of minutes right here. <laughs> Richard Sunday morning. This is our final show until next year. We're off next week for Christmas Day and then also off on New Year's Day. So we'll see you after the first of the year, at least on this show. We'll still be bringing you entertainment on Bob Siracho every Monday through Friday, of course, on the entertainment news. Uh, the big entertainment story tomorrow is going to be Avatar, The Way of Water. Number one movie in America. Uh, Box office is going gangbusters. Uh, The reviews have been pretty good for the movie. Uh, You know, people are going it and enjoying it. But what I have found is that a lot of people are uh, expressing an opinion of the movie, a review of the movie, much like mine. It's a good movie. I liked it. But it's not mind-blowing. It's not game-changing like the original Avatar was when that came out 13 years ago. And I'm sorry, I don't care what James Cameron does or most any other director, three hours and 13 minutes is too long for a movie. 
And when you when you go watch this movie, and I recommend that you do, I mean, you'll you'll enjoy it, especially if you saw the first one. Uh, you'll see that the movie didn't need to be that long. There are plenty of things that could have been taken out that wouldn't have changed one iota of the story. It's beautiful visually. It's stunning. The story is fine. Um, you know, the special effects are fine. Uh, they have made it available in 3D, uh, which is fine. But I don't think I don't I, honestly. If I was going to go see it again, and I don't think I will, uh, I don't think I would pay the extra money for the 3D. So, uh, it, you know, I gave it a, a dean's list B. It's above average. Uh, I was not blown away by it, like uh, you know, some people are saying I should have been. A lot of people are going to see it and saying, yeah, it's good, it's good, but not mind blowing. So uh, that's that's the big movie for this week. There are like five other new movies that are opening this coming week. I'll review them all both here on uh, the radio and also on WGN-TV Morning News. I wanted to bring to your attention uh, a TV series, which is premiering uh, today. Uh, it is uh, on Paramount Plus, the streaming service, called 1923. And this is the latest installment of the Yellowstone phenomena. You, do you know that Yellowstone is the most watched television series in America right now? Good old-fashioned Western with uh, Kevin Costner. Uh, people are loving it. And it has spawned one uh, sequel already, and now this new one is actually a prequel, not a sequel. It is an origin story of how the Dutton family got to be the way they are. And it introduces you to the patriarch of the Yellowstone Ranch, Jacob Dutton, who is played by Harrison Ford. It's not too bad, right? Uh, but also, you get Academy Award winner Helen Marin in this as his wife, Kara. Uh, uh, so we had a fantastic conversation with Helen Marin the other day, talking about Harrison Ford, talking about this uh, genre. Uh, many, many times. Wonderful conversations with Helen Marin. And let's hear the latest talking about 1923. Hello there, Helen. It's so nice to see you again. Indeed, indeed it is, Dean. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Congratulations Good. on being part of this. Um, it's, it's just phenomenal, isn't it, that this genre has taken over in the massive way that it has? Yes, it is phenomenal. I, I, it is. It's, it's, it's extraordinary. I mean, I see it in terms of an observation of American history, really, seen through the eyes of this, con of this one family. I mean, a particular part of American history. Um, but the 20th century, one realizes as we progress through the telling this story, you know, and, and I was thinking the other day how, the 20th century was such an extraordinary century for the whole world because of obviously the development of the automobile, of, of technology. We think of what happened between 1900 and, and the year, you know, 2000. Amazing, a century, amazing development of, of, um, in, in, in every way possible, but also particularly for America 
being a young country. And I was thinking, in a way, it was the century that really form, formulated American mythology, the American character, the American personality, forged out of bloodshed, obviously, um, and um, uh, uh, conquering uh, 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 um, uh, conquering of, of the of the people, indigenous people living here, but an, an amazing century, particularly for America. And so I, I love the fact that we can investigate that from um, through through our through our series. I think what? also what for me was very important. Sorry, to, I'm blathering on, but was very important that Cara is Irish because this was Amer- an America that was created by immigration. That, that was very, hugely a part of it. People coming to an, a new country with all of that courage and commitment and craziness, um, uh, and and you know, hell for leather kind of um, attitude. Yeah, it's a it's a good reflection on you know who who we uh, as Americans are that that we Absolutely. came we came from everywhere to you yes. know to be the yes. uh, sum total of who we are today really. Yeah. Uh what what is it like for you to uh, reunite with your longtime friend uh Mr. Harrison Ford? Well, it was very interesting. You know, we did obviously we did a film together many years ago. 40 years ago, 38 years ago. And you know, we've seen each other, you know, at functions since then. Oh, hello, Harrison. How are you? Lovely to see you. You know, how's things? Fine. But we we haven't been in each other's lives for the last thirty eight years, and yet somehow, coming seeing it just the moment I saw Harrison, it was just like those years had absolutely concertinaed together, and also we were we found a relationship immediately that was very, very close, very loving, uh, and, and very, very close. And it, obviously great for the peace because we, were, we need to look as if we've been married for 50 years. And I, I do think whether it's chemistry or what it is, but um, I do believe that I think the audience will believe us as this married couple, um, you know, for, married for 50 years. And a part, a real partnership. That's the thing. After that amount of time, it's it's much more than a marriage. It becomes a partnership. Very happy holiday to you and to Taylor. And Thank uh, you. Yeah. it's so nice you to too. see you. Thank you so much. Bye bye, love. Thank you. I I just love her. Uh, she's delightful. Uh, she's elegant. Uh, one of the greatest living actors uh, around. Uh, and she is uh, one of the co-stars of this new Paramount Plus series called 1923, co-starring with Harrison Ford. Uh, when I said uh, to her and Taylor, her husband is director Taylor Hackford, who did a couple of plays here in Chicago, by the way, but he's also done uh, some motion pictures. Uh, both of them could not be more delightful. So uh, that is uh, dropping today. You'll be able to watch that. Let me take a quick little break here, and we come back. I want to give you a little preview of some of the other movies besides Avatar that uh, is in theaters now that will be opening over the next couple of days. Christmas week is one of the busiest movie weeks of the year. Let me tell you all about that in a minute. Happy holidays from all of us at WGN to all of you. Merry Christmas, Chicago, from WGN. 
After the 11 o'clock news, uh, this will be our last show of 2022, our last Sunday show. We're going to wrap it up the way that we have for, I think, uh, 10, 15 years, something like that. Traditional uh, sign-off for the holidays. That'll be coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, looks like Avatar, The Way of Water, is going to clearly be the number one movie of the uh, weekend again. Uh, that is just one of the holiday movies that uh, is uh, g- going to be out over the next week. So many people go to the movies. I think, you know, a- after uh, COVID and uh, people not going, people are feeling a lot more comfortable going back into the theaters. And really, some of the best movies of the year are going to be coming out uh, over the next uh, couple of days. One of them is called The Whale that stars Brendan Fraser. Uh, he is uh, getting all the buzz right now for uh, winning the Academy Award as Best Actor of the Year. Although Colin Farrell also has been getting a lot of buzz for the movie that he's got out right now, which is in theaters called The Banshees of Inishirin. Uh It's the story of uh, two old friends who stop being old old friends. It's a very quaint movie. A lot of people are saying it's the best movie of the year. I'm not sure I agree with that. But it certainly is a very charming uh, film. The, the Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, Brendan Fraser's The Whale is uh, very moving. That's going to be uh, coming out, I believe, on Wednesday. Also coming out on Wednesday is the uh, Brad Pitt movie, Babylon, which is uh, kind of an homage to the Roaring Twenties and that very decadent era of the 1920s. Margot Robbie uh, co-stars in it. It is directed by... Uh, Damien Chazelle, who gave us La La Land, among others. In fact, he won the Academy Award for Best Director the year that he gave us uh, La La Land. Uh, So that's going to be coming out. If you're a Whitney Houston fan, there is a musical biopic called I Want to Dance with Somebody that stars a British actress, Naomi uh, Aki, who does uh, a pretty great job of uh, playing Whitney Houston in this movie. For the kids... Puss in Boots is back. Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek uh, starring. They did the voices. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And uh, if you remember the Knives Out mystery that came out a couple of years ago, you'll be interested in Glass Onion, a Nine Lives mystery that uh, is uh, on Netflix. You'll be able to watch those. So no shortage of uh, new movies that are uh, out right now. Let me take a break. We'll come back and uh, wind things up for 2022 here on the Sunday Show Next. Normally, we do our last show of the year and we play this song, What Are You Doing New Year's Eve by Ella Fitzgerald, but we're not going to be here. This is our final Sunday show between, uh, you know, for for 2022. We'll be back after the uh, first of the year. So I, uh, of course, not uh, not only want to say Happy New Year to everybody, but... Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and of course, Merry Christmas. I hope everyone just has a wonderful holiday. Shwani, to you, it's been uh, a tough year that you made it through, and uh, you're looking forward to uh, a nice uh, holiday celebration. 
you know, I got to say thank you to everything that you add to the show. You and Andy Mazur, my buddies. Absolutely. Uh, this has just been, it's been a wonderful uh, time, uh, despite all of the challenges of this year. But right. uh, we, we still have a great, great time on Sunday. And in large part because we have the best listeners in the world. Uh, this is very true. Very true. Uh, it is uh, great to have you with us here every Sunday morning. Thank you so much for all of the, the nice emails and texts and everything that you send in and the way we sign off every year right before christmas time is with this recording from when she used to perform it on david letterman's show every year now she does on the view the great darlene love christmas baby please come home